strong. Okay, you know I Can you guys hear me? I can I, hear I can. you. Okay. Welcome to the show. <laughs> and I had clicked on a link and I was waiting. I was in some waiting room, but you know what they the old way Zoom changed some things. So like the ones I originally sent out, that's why I, I sent you an email saying I'm sending you a new link. So, uh, yeah, so I have to tell everybody now that we're going to talk to the next two days that we have new links. So let me introduce you, um, Rick Delarada, and he is an international jazz pianist and a composer and a vocalist. And uh, you, are you sitting in front of your, t your piano? I you sit your... in front of the piano, yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so... Tell us about yourself, Rick. You know, you you start. You have a lot. You've gotten awards. You've done a lot of music. You've been all over the world, and that's exciting. I'm not a um, a big jazz enthusiast, but my son is. He's into music, so I'm sure you will. You and my son will have a lot in common. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna try to convert you today. Okay. I'll be taking a song from the 1800s. Oh my God! <laughs> a jazz rendition of it to see if I can pull you on board. I will see if it works or not. But you know, when it comes, let me know. I'm gonna, that's what I try to do. I try to because I um listen. I'm not a fan of every bit of jazz that's out. You know, I mean, there's plenty of jazz that I'm like, oh my God, give me a break, you guys. You know what I mean? It's, I it's myself, but I know what they're doing. But it's not easy, you know. So I try to. I try to uh, not leave the art. I try to, you know, keep the art form, but also grab the people with something that finds common ground with them. Okay, that sounds good. Hey, Rick, uh, pleasure to meet you, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, jazz, obviously, like all genres of music, have changed so much. Uh, like country. Mm-hmm. Yo, there's country, there's country and then now there's there's new country. Yeah. Well, there's stuff that does. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute, how is that country? That the how do you call that country? It's like it's country. <laughs> it's really just music with a southern accent. Yeah, it is exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's what it is. You're right. It's all yeah, come full circle. Well, the southern accent. That's it. <laughs> and then you, you have jazz. You have the true jazz, right. serious serious jazz. Uh, you know, I I even look at. You know, and my wife and I were fortunate enough to go down to New Orleans not too long ago uh, and get to hear some really great, great, great New Orleans style jazz. Mm -hmm. But like everything else, it, 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 there's so much, there's just such different offshoots of jazz. Yeah, I mean, I, I once had a couple of um, in-laws come up to me. You know, I was visiting my hometown and, uh, and I hadn't really met them. They were, you know. What's your What's your hometown? It's up. It's called Schenectady, New York. Oh, okay. Schenectady. Yes. 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 I read that awesome. you were a New York person. You're not still in New York, are you? Oh, I'm in New York City right now. Oh, you're in the city. Yeah, okay. right. I, I left there when I was 17, but, you know, I would always come back to do gigs and family. Mm -hmm. you know, that kind right, of thing. right. And so these people come up to me, and for some reason, they wanted to announce to me that they don't like jazz. They're like, you know, we just want to let you know we don't like jazz. And I said, <laughs> I said, well, so just being up front, right? <laughs> yeah, this is what I said to him. I said, so, so you don't like Louis Armstrong then, right? Oh, no. I love Louis Armstrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you don't like Artie Shaw, right? Because I used to play with the Artie Shaw band, orchestra. 
oh, we love Artie Shop. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know, like Frank Sinatra. Oh, we love her. You know, like Nat King. We love Nat. I'm like, who the heck does this do? Who don't you like that? <laughs> yeah. Crazy. You like jazz more than me, I think. Yes, we're dolling. I think they liked it more than I did. You know? That's I know. That is so funny. I know. So People funny. are. It's something that resonates with them, just like I do myself, and we all do. But, you know, that's the way it is with any kind of music, too. I mean, come on. There's um, there's some horrible, there's some great music. Well, rap music is going through, it got outed, you know, on a podcast recently when that guy, um, uh, Ice Cube, not Ice T, Ice Cube. I get them confused, but Ice Cube, he was just talking with this guy in a podcast. He said, he said, just happened to mention that this, the people who own the jails, because they're privatized. A lot of people don't know these things, but, you know, the jails became privatized. I don't know what year, but, you know, they're <laughs> private, you know, and they own the rap labels. And he's just and they factory. And I'm like, it's no wonder I don't like so much rap music that's publicized. <laughs> because I would listen to it. And I'm like, why would you tell somebody something? Why would you tell your own neighborhood, broadcast your own, own neighborhood advice that's going to get them in jail? I know. <laughs> but he said it. And that's or, if you can understand. And then you're like, whoa, wait a minute. It makes sense to me. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, it made total sense. But he said, just matter of factly, he said, we would do things with a positive message and they would just make it filler. So only the people who bought the whole EP or whatever it was, they would mm-hmm. hear that. And if you wanted to get, you you know, the, the message, the, whoever came up with something violent or whatever, that's what the label would promote because they own the jail. Okay. So, unbelievable. Okay. Hey, listen, I, I don't put anything past anything anymore. Just when that's you thought true. you've heard it all, you hear something else. Yeah. Like I've uh, heard that before. So that's I, it. I, I'm at the it's point. It's on a you... Bill Lure podcast. I swear to God, it's so funny because you can literally. You can't like, shock me. Go to Ice T and listen to it. And he just says it. Matter of fact. Oh, my God. That like it's not, a, like it's not a big deal. Yeah. I mean, it's oh so, you know, that, that totally makes sense as to why that would be you know what i mean and all the other rap you know you wouldn't you know nothing with a positive message was being promoted wow i like snoop but i like snoop i i, I don't really understand half of more his thing more his persona I, I like his persona his yeah that's persona. what i like right but then again that now you're liking so he's not even he's you're, you're liking him when he's off the stage not even on the stage and you're like you're like <laughs> yeah 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 so that's yeah, I mean that's like you know that's like saying I I don't like Mozart. Mozart, he was a grumpy man, you know what I mean. But <laughs> Mozart, what about his music? But no, I know he does have a good. He does. I don't really know his music very much, but it, he, you know, he has a great. I don't either. I agree. With you. <laughs> I like his. I like. He says some funny. You know, he has a good caricature, which you know, <laughs> is a good idea for any artist to. Well, you know, it's really, it's not something, Rick, that you're going to find in in jazz, the jazz world. Right. A lot of persona. You know, you hear persona in the music. You know, that's that's really where jazz is at. You see a little bit more persona in blues. Mm -hmm. You see a hell of a lot of persona in rock. Well, yeah. Rap is all persona. Yeah, and, and and BS and what, everything else, but uh, country, country is kind of a mix, mm-hmm. you know. Well, because they've stretched the, they've stretched it. It's like they you know, have. 
they, they really have stretched it. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, and there's look. We did do that. They did do that with jazz uh, a number of years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, gave these people um a jazz awards and called their albums jazz awards because people liked the artist, but you can't yes. find yeah as a record. There was no jazz there, but they were like, okay. You like that person, right? Oh, yeah, I like them. Well, that's jazz. Oh, well, then I like jazz, but it's not jazz. You know what I mean? It's- and well, they had like uh, like Natalie Cole. What? Do you mean? what? Like Natalie, Natalie Cole. Cole. Natalie Cole, you're right. I mean, Natalie Cole per se. Natalie Cole is not true jazz. She's jazzy. Can be. <laughs> right. Uh, but she's, she's, not, she's not true jazz. Right. The thing is, it was good. It wasn't bad music. It was good no, music. No, great music. Absolutely yeah, fantastic music. music. I agree. But then you're taking the word jazz and you're really screwing people up because now they think they like, they don't know what, you know, it's, they're getting, sometimes you learn something wrong and then you have to, to you're way behind the people who didn't know anything at all. If right. you didn't learn that at all, right? <laughs> you're ahead of somebody who learned it wrong because that person has to correct themselves just to get back to where you are. That's true. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anything about that is the word jazz. Okay. Now I have a friend I ski with out west. He doesn't know nothing about jazz. Okay. He knows nothing. And he sends me send me these letters and he talk. Hey, jazz man, you got to blah blah blah. Meet me at the such and such. Hey, jasmine. And he would spell it J A S S. Oh God. I went to I went up to a friend of mine and I said, Look at this guy. You look at this guy. Just being with your ski pole. Here's the crazy thing. Yeah. Here's the crazy thing, though. He was spelling it right because he never learned how to. He doesn't even know how to spell spell it. I went to see. Here's the thing. You talk about uh, traditional New Orleans, right? Up in the sky. Uh-huh. Okay. Good point because if you ever go and see a really traditional New Orleans band, check it out because they might spell it J A S S. When I was in college, I had a friend. And he was one of these guys that was, uh, you know, he had a traditional, he called it the Bourbon Street Jazz Band. And he had to dot every I and every T, had to be perfectly authentic. J-A-S-S, the Bourbon Street J-A-S-S Band. And I know I never questioned him. I'm like, I don't know what he's thinking here, but he must know what he's doing. I don't know. I didn't realize he was drinking whiskey at nine in the morning. Yeah. But whatever. Right. But here's the crazy thing. I end up in Haiti now because I because you know when we got it well you alluded to with Jazz for Peace I travel all over the world helping outstanding causes. Yeah. Of course, Haiti had what became a real situation for me to go to because they had this big earthquake there that you probably remember yep. back. Right. So right. In Haiti, doing a concert to help you know the the uh, uh, actually a scholarship program for kids. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Haiti Haiti mm-hmm. Scholarship Association, wonderful program run by this guy. And he you know we so here I am in Haiti. Big sign. Welcome, Jazz for Peace, J-A-S-S. And if you look at our videos, we have videos of all kinds of stuff on a, a page I'll give you later. Uh, at some point, I'll tell you the page because it has all our archive stuff. And if you get that video, you'll see the big giant sign. Welcome, Jazz for Peace, J-A-S-S. And I Early. called and um, I, when I got back, I contacted my friend. I said, what's he said? Nope, that's it's their word. And that's the right spell. That's hilarious. Hey. I love information. You're learning stuff on Funny Minds today. <laughs> I never do. Yes, it's a Creole word. It's a Creole word. Creole. So what happened? Why? Sense. Wow, I like that. Well, here's, here's another. Like that. Yeah. 
Well, here's another wacky thing. When I got over there, first I'm all screwed up because I, I see the name J-A-S-S throwing me for a loop. But if, if that doesn't throw you for a loop, I thought I was having a flashback or something from Pink Floyd days or something because <laughs> I'm um, I'm looking around and like I feel like I'm in Ghana, Africa. Ghana, not Kenya, not Rwanda, Ghana, right? Because it looks like Ghana because I've been to these African countries. I've been to Africa nine times, too, which I was Oh, wow. So cool. That is so cool. And I had been to Ghana only, that had been the last Africa trip only a few months before I was in Ghana. And I'm like, am I is something, am I seven up? What is going on? You know, I need to see a doctor or what? <laughs> it looks like that. And I'm saying to the people, do you guys know that your country looks like Ghana? And we're like, <laughs> we don't know where you're talking about. And I'm asking all those people, do you know that your country looks like Ghana? And nobody knows. And, you know, the Wait, people... what? are we smoking marijuana? <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, I think we're taking a lot more than that. <laughs> Psilocybin mushrooms, like a mixture. I don't know. Something crazy because I'm like. <laughs> so at the end of my stay, they came up to me and they said, you know, Rick, we've done some research. And I think I think we know why you think our country looks like Ghana. And I said, good, please tell me. They said, because you're the only one who's ever been to both Ghana and Haiti. <laughs> really want to know, really want to know. who the heck would go to either of them You're right, right? <laughs> people who go to that island they go to Dominican Republic Usually. oh god <laughs> they don't go to King they go to the Dominican Republic I they fly yeah. over Haiti just to, you know when they go there Haitians are coming this way yeah, <laughs> I have a lot of good Haitian friends man they're good That's people really- but they're trying to get the hell out of Haiti. Right. I, you know, it's 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 an unfortunate thing, but be- beautiful country, beautiful people. And they just had their share of uh, had a bad deal insanity, you know, with everything. But uh, fortunate for you, you know, and that and that's kind of the beauty of music too. I mean, n- not only do you live your dream, but you get to share it with people in in faraway places that. You know, like you and I as children always dreamed of. Right. right. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right. Like we so dreamt of it right. and then we got to do it mm-hmm. and then it was super cool. So you what's know? your what's your schedule like now, Rick? Like what what are you doing with yourself? Well, to be honest with you, um, I don't know if you know that guitar player Pat Matheny. Do you know him the guitar player? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, so yes. He, he was on a podcast a while back podcasts are big now and he happened to say because they were talking to him about an album that he did called bright size life mm-hmm. way back when i was a kid and it won an award like 25 years later but nobody really paid much attention to it when it came out i did and i ended up playing with the drummer on that record anyway the drummer his drummer ended up playing i did gigs with in boston but anyway um he said there's a 25 year lag if you do something substantial before okay. that's just up to it so I don't know. I nine eleven on the on the morning of nine eleven, I mm-hmm. started jazz for peace. And I got to tell you guys, I went to Haiti and I went to India and I went to Africa, you know, Rwanda and Kenya and Ghana and Uganda. Your outer, but right when it came back and when it came back and when it came, you know, back. Oh my back, God! Nobody. I I walked around. Nobody. You know. I thought. I thought. Like I'm the I'm walking around like a zombie because of all that I've seen, but nobody else is paying any attention. And now, there now I'm trying to keep up with all the interview requests because now you guys want to know 
At 25. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now I'm getting to my agency. Yeah, because it's been like 20. Absolutely crazy. 23 years. And, you know, so, so for example, um, I have something tonight I had from LA. They, they might have talked about Jazz for Peace tonight, you know? And, um, yeah. And so I, you know, what I do now because I figure, you know, all oh, you guys need to catch up and I'm, I'm just going to, I'm with you guys. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be a part of just, I'm here when you guys. And so I just, um, I just wake up and let the day evolve. You know what I mean? Okay. A live performance. Sometimes it's a it's an interview. Sometimes it could be this. It could be just anything. I just don't even know. You know. Okay. Well, it's it, it, it's it's you know you work very hard to get to that position. Right. God know God right. knows it. Where you know when you got your start, Rick? Where, where did you? Uh, how did you start? Was it typical school band? Well, on from there. Yeah, I mean, if you really want to go to the beginning of, of everything, I really started when uh, I was staying up to catch Santa Claus, and I was I got caught the year before, and my parents said, "Don't do that again." So I really <laughs> wanted to get caught this time, but I was sneaking around the like the you know the, I'm sneaking around the banister, and I really don't want to get caught, but I really want to catch Santa Claus. Just say I did it, so I saw him because yeah, I'm gonna wait. I gotta wait three hundred sixty-five days if I blow this. You know what I mean to catch a miss. <laughs> So I'm staying awake, trying to like hold my eyes open. And I did see something giant come through the front door. And if the guy moving it in the back was kind of robust, you know, fat guy. He didn't have his full uniform on, but I figured that he probably had to take his uniform off to move the thing in. I don't know. The thing, I figured that must be Santa. And this <laughs> must have been it. And that looked like it's Christmas Eve. You know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to cut my losses here and just go to sleep. But I, that was it. He moved something in. I don't know what. I'll find out tomorrow what the heck that is. Turned out to be a piano. So I'm playing it like this. I don't want to I'm like, Santa brought it in. He must be. It must have been a reason. I mean, it couldn't fit down the chimney, you know. So I'm thinking that's a lot of work, you know, to get that thing in here. So I, that started it. And then by the time I got to high school, as you're alluding to, I actually, you know, um, my high school friends have been in touch with me. He's like, why don't you go to the reunions? And I've trying to explain to them that I wasn't there my senior year because by the time I got to that age the college needed a piano player in their jazz ensemble and they're like talking to me and I said look I'm not in 11th grade I'm not I'm not in college, college. <laughs> yeah I okay going to college then they wave a magic wand. They're like, voila, you're in college. Promise went and talked to the principal, and they did some crazy thing with paperwork. And I went to college on my senior year of high school, and I transferred the college. I transferred the credits back to June, back to high school, so I could graduate. And then I played in the college band, took college classes, and I transferred those credits to my real college when I went to music school. So okay. It was this, some kind of a deal to lure me into their stage band. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, mean, I saw now. when they need a piano player, right? <laughs> Jane, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. We, I, Rick, I, I've been in situations where I started talking people into just, like, just, I know you play bass, but what's the big leap? Just let's get you a piano <laughs> you know, just... or a keyboard. Just get on the keyboard. Well, you know, Ardoff's a band. 
a lot of bands do do what you're saying on the bass because if you if you, they they interviewed you know now they interview a lot of these rock bands or whatever. All of you could start in the bass, and the guy was like, there was four of us. And three of us played guitar and one of us played drums. And they're like, they draw, I had to draw straws to see who <laughs> one of them had yeah. and be a band. They <laughs> didn't have a bass player. You so have no idea. Guitar players that end up playing. I'll tell you a story. When I um I was an opening act once for Dizzy Gillespie. I mean, he went by so fast, but everyone is seeing the last Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, exactly. People people love to hear about it. So I get to this thing. And um, there's a bass player and there's a guitar player in Dizzy's band. And I'm the MC. I'm sure he's dressing with them and all that. I get to know these guys. I get to New York and I get a call to go up to Harlem to play with the Harlem Renaissance Orchestra. Mm. Big band. I just, okay, I'll do whatever. And I get a call. I go up there and I see the bass player from Dizzy Gillespie's band playing, playing a guitar. What? I oh, man. I remember you from years ago. I blah 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 blah. I said, "What are you? What are you doing on it? What's that? What are you doing holding a guitar?" He said, "I'm not a bass player. I'm a guitar player." Oh, oh. I played bass because that I chance to be in Dizzy's band. He needed the bass player. I'm like, I'll play the bass. Yeah. So that. Oh, I lost my son. Oh, you lost. One? I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, I hope you can beam him back in. I don't know. Um, <laughs> So, so that's so, so yeah, so that happens sometimes. Uh, uh, the, the bass player is really a guitar player, but they just didn't have a bass player, so they needed them. That's amazing. So, so now you're just like you, you're hanging, you're just you're, you're doing your thing. And uh, so, but play something for me. I don't know if I can get them back. All right. Yeah. I hope we can. Um, Let me just see. Let me try for a minute and I'll see if I can yeah. get them back. Right, or maybe you could send up. Maybe you could send them an email and say, "Hey, are you able to?" Technology is great. Yeah. When it works. Right. <laughs> I'll send him another one okay. and and see if he can get back on if he oh, can. Yeah. That's right. He might be able to just click the link and start over, right? And get back on. I don't know. You know, it's that you know, it's it's really like strange. Like um like even today was very strange. Like they, they changed the whole setup, but and they don't give you any heads up as to the fact that they've done this. You know, right. and I'm like, wait, where's this? Where's that? <laughs> right. But you don't know until you actually get on and you look and you you like where did all of this go? To? Yeah, I mean you might you might be able to just send him the same link you sent me and see if he can click on. I that. did. I just oh, did. But I I don't know well, what yes, happened. To him. Yeah, because I don't know if he if he was on as an administrator, it might be different than coming on what he was. Yeah, I'm the administrator, but and oh. this is the first time that's ever happened where I lost him. I don't oh. know why I lost him. Where are you? Where are you, Ed? <laughs> So you've been disconnected, you said, or you've been upset? Uh, no, uh, well, I I've been upset to the like Lake George and places like okay, that. Okay, that's beautiful. So then you know, yeah. you know that the Erie Canal went through New York State, right? Right, oh, right. Okay, because this song from the 1800s, it's called the Erie Canal song. You know it, right? No, I don't. <laughs> 
Slowbridge, cause we're coming to a town And you'll always know your neighbor You'll always know your pal If you ever navigated on the Erie Canal No? Okay No, I've never I'm so sorry okay. I wonder if Ed, Ed knows To you, Edward Ed, do you know this old song from get... the... <laughs> Sorry, you know? I got I got booted You got booted <laughs> You got booted Here's this here here's the situation. Do you know the other now song? Yeah. My father my father passed away a couple weeks ago. Okay. No, I think I do. I think you only know on the Erie Canal, like I've got a mule, her name is South fifteen miles on the Erie Canal. Yes, yes, yes. Oh see, I don't know. Yeah, bop, 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 bop. And we know every step of the way from Albany to Buffalo. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I'm glad you're a little bit right. Okay, so yep. my father used to drive this boat down the Mohawk River, and he used to sing that song whether you want to hear it or not. Uh, okay. He was in your face singing this Erie Canal song. And just sit any every time without fail. You'd never get on his boat and not hear him sing this Erie Canal song. So, you know, you've been in New Orleans, you know, uh, or I don't know if you've ever been to New Orleans funeral, but what they I've do, seen one, or, but I've never been. Oh, okay, you know, you know, because so there's all the mystery and the blah, 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 the way instead of right and all that. But at the very end in New Orleans, they play something happy. You know what I mean? Right. So, when we were finished with everything at the end, you know, they wanted me to play something. And I played, I played a jazz version of the Erie Canal song. Did you read it? Yeah. So that's what I'm going to play for you now. Okay. I, I hope you'll go and listen to the original. You can find it on YouTube or something. It's okay. It's in the 1800s. These, you know, it's, it's about a mule. This whole song's about a mule. Okay. Only song I know that is about a donkey. So this is <laughs> it. Okay. All right, I can turn this thing here to get the sound. Hopefully the sound will get better for music if I click on this. And I'll click it off when I... Okay, so let me do this. Okay, here we go. Oh, I'm ready. Okay. She's a fear. Solid barges here on Danny. I And the 
Throwing in the dynamics at the end, I love it. <laughs> uh, hey, that is that was Joe, really good. It's it's amazing when you when <laughs> you you obviously just crushed that. That's a fantastic rendition, and uh, it's good. It's super cool because I know the song, so it's it's cool to to see you riff it in that way. Um, but then I start thinking of vocalist you know what i'm saying like i i have this cat his name is r anthony he was on the voice and uh he's he's a friend of mine down here in tampa and he's an r&b guy okay. and i it, i start to hear his voice you know like you, you start get you get inspired immediately there, yeah share this with him share the podcast with him yeah definitely. oh absolutely absolutely yeah, oh, I'd love. Yeah. I'd love for you. I'd love to meet him. I'd love to. He kind of got, like you know, anyone can contact us through info at jazzforpeace.org. I mean, you know, I got an email from Uganda a few minutes ago. So if oh, you have to call me, your friend can go. Yeah, yeah, he's well. That's been, no, that's and, and that's Ghana, great. and and you uh, you now have personal ties to Ghana. And yeah. And, <laughs> everywhere, yeah. Wait, is that where they drank the juice? Isn't that where they drank? Where did they drink the juice? Uh, I don't know. Oh. They make they make whiskey out of bananas in Uganda. Do they really banana whiskey? Yes, out of bananas. Ooh. No, you're you're thinking of the um that uh cult. Yeah, where was that? That was oh, like South America. No, that's another weird thing. Okay, <laughs> um. They sell these crazy cults to the United States and collect money to save all these people. And I show them, <laughs> where is this terrorist? You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> Uganda, you know. <laughs> one of them told me, they're like, that guy, he died like that. He disappeared one day nine years ago and they're still collecting money. <laughs> That's funny. That's oh, funny. right. 
my years ago, my my cousin went into the Peace Corps, and she oh she, god, she went over to Africa, and I I I don't know if she was in Kenya, but she was she was you know somewhere in the in the thick of it, and uh, she came back to New York City. We met up with her at you know. Well, she came back because she was sick. She was they were trying yeah, to eat in but, other villages, which she did, and yeah. she got a some exactly. kind of parasite, but. Yeah, she grew, up in, she grew up in Kansas City, so yeah, so she couldn't handle Africa that well. But uh, yeah, you know, we went to Central Park. We went to a Ugandan restaurant or something like that. And what kind was, of African West restaurant? It was horrible. The worst food I think I've ever experienced ever. We had to sit on the floor these little round tables. So the the menu looked great. Like we were outside waiting for everybody, and we're looking at the menu outside, and I'm like, oh, this isn't so bad. Look, they have beef, they have chicken. So we're ordering all this food, and it all came out like, like baby food. It's all arranged. Like the no. guy came out with salad, and we almost mugged him. We're like salad. Oh my god! You know that's what I when I, I tell people. I said, look, when you come to New York, call me because you know you you don't know what if you're just walking around here. You know what I mean? I mean, busy, I know. You know you're you're rolling the dice. You could get lucky. You could get lucky. But why get lucky? You just come up and I'll say, hey, what do you want? I was just I was just up in New York. I was just up there. I used to live up there, and 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 uh, you know it's a great city. It really is a great city, and I've had some of the best times of my life, and especially being a musician. Uh, Sky's the limit. Uh, well, I'm in Jersey, so I'm not that far from New York. So, <laughs> nah, but it, it's just a you know beautiful culture, beautiful place. Uh, you know, music thrives there. Oh I, God, I, yeah, I, I everything met, does. Really, I've met some of the best of the best, and and uh, it, it's just a glorious place. And uh, hopefully, it, it can snap back in the sh- in the form soon. But uh, yeah, I was just up there going to visit her with the purple hair here. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I live in Jersey. You live in Jersey, right? Yes, he originally came from Jersey. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I knew. You know, uh, did you guys know um, uh, Fort Lee at all? Is that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I yeah. He was. I used to nights a week at that place, the Palisadium in Fort Lee. Oh yeah. Oh, that is. Yeah. Oh, all by God. those Greek people, the Democrats. Oh, yeah. I knew this dumb. We used to. We used to kid around with him. Because he owns so much real estate, the guy. We yeah, know, yeah. Do you remember Palisades Park? I do. I do. I know. We're <laughs> kids. It's Palisades Parkway. Right? There's all these things. <laughs> yeah. But I played at the Palisadium, I mean, six nights a week for a long time. Wow. Yeah. I mean, what happened was, um, I, what, the problem was I came to New York to play in New York. But I got this gig six nights a week at the Palisadium, which is a hell of a nice, beautiful place. Oh, oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm living on Central Park. I'm living on Central Park West, which was not, mm-hmm. I was living up, you know, up in the danger zone of Central Park West that time, but it was, yeah. I'm like, I'm back and forth to New Jersey every day, you know? One day, um, I would get these tours, I would get these little things, and, and the guys, you know, just had enough. And I had one with the platters for like two weeks, so I'm out on some <laughs> boat with the platters. And they just, they, it was enough, enough was enough with me, with my little tours and things that, you know, so, but that's, you know, I was, I'm telling you, I played there so many times. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's our neck of the woods. And you know, we, I, we, I, we, I was born and raised in Bergen County, Hackensack. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we grew up in Elwood Park and uh, lived in uh, 
Manhattan, Brooklyn for many years. Yeah, you did. My wife down here, uh, uh, and I've been in Tampa for 23 years. Oh, okay. And I love every day of it. <laughs> love I love every day of it, Rick. <laughs> that was a great music While scene While we're cruising here. here. And, I, and I got to uh, hook up with uh, some good gigs here and got to tour. And um, great scene down here mu- musically. Uh, well, yeah, musically, it's really good. Touch on that because I'll tell you something. I used to do the craziest thing. I used to do tours of mm-hmm. Florida. Like, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm going on a tour where you go, uh, it's a tour of Florida. So I would show up in Miami. A lot. There's a lot. Yeah. There, yeah. There was a there was a club called the Van Dyke in Miami, booked mm. by the bass player. The bass player, his hero was the bass player on my CDs. Okay, I had this great. Okay. Bass on CDs. I don't know if you if you know jazz music, but his name was Eddie Gomez. Great. Mm-hmm. And the, oh, that was my favorite. You know, so he would start start out. He wanted to play bass with me because I played bass with his hero. You know, so mm-hmm. I go down to start with him. And I'd play a few nights in his club, you know, and then, you know, I'd go boing, boing, you know, Sarasota, you know what I mean? And I'd be, I'd end up in these, somebody said, what's the one that has the, um, the, uh, is it Tampa? No, it's, what's the one that has the, uh, the Scientology, the big Scientology city? That's, That's clear water. Clear water, yeah. Clear water. No, I find myself in these places at some local. Yeah, clear water is nice. Yeah. No, it's nice. And there's, you know, the thing, Rick. There's is, a lot of different clubs there. Throughout Florida, I, and this is, I'll, I'll, we'll speak off air on this, but I have a management company that I've been dealing with for probably 17 years who's put me all over the world. Okay. Um, specializes in tributes, but does everything else, national acts and everything, every, everything, wow. literally everything. Okay. And um, there are an endless amount of venues here, festivals. Yeah, a lot. And yes, and that's just Florida alone. Right. And we would tour just the, even the lower United States, like Alabama, uh, Georgia, South Carolina. That kept us busy. And then we would expand from there, keep us super busy. And then the flying gigs, obviously. But right. Florida alone is is just shock. It's constant, constant, yeah. Especially yeah, musically. Yeah. The, reason, the reason I think I might be ready for Florida again, because, you know, when I was in Florida, basically I was going down there to play jazz, but, mm-hmm. you know, I was ending up in these crazy things. You know, I remember one time they sent me to this place, and um, it's like, uh, it's um, it's that St. Patrick's Day, right? And it's all- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go in there, we're going in there to play, you know, music from my CDs. They got their hats on, you know what I mean? They're, you know, green beer, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And oh yeah, Irish songs. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm Irish still. So. Well, like you know what? They're not Irish. They don't know nothing about it. But then you know, that's in their mind. But anyway, I know how to do that because I've been a piano. I'm an entertainer. I can do that. Right. And like I'm all the way to Florida to do it. You know what I mean? But anyway, yeah. Now, like it, you ask your mother if I converted her. That's what you have to do. Because if I could, now I'm starting to reach people like your mom. Right? Is that your mom? Yeah. Yeah. I'm his okay. mother. Yes, I am. Yeah. I, so I'm thinking I can go down there now and play. It won't be so. It's not like you're either playing jazz or you're playing this. Now maybe I can play something that's in the jazz idiom, but somehow still reaches them anyway. Right, right. I, I would I would think that you would you would um, find a lot of uh, places where you would fit well. Yeah. Because uh, I f- whether whether it be festival atmosphere, whether it be club atmosphere whether it be cor- corporate atmosphere, 
Or you could do Nuda Palooza. Nuda Palooza. Yeah, I did. I I did yeah. actually play a, a nudist, uh, but it was for cancer. <laughs> but uh, hey, listen, the thing well, we nudists, nudists are extremely happy people. Did you yes, know they that? are? I've they seen they interview them on YouTube, and they're very comfortable. Was, you know, once you wrap <laughs> your head around it, it was fine. It was absolutely fine. But the nudists are so happy. They are. They were very happy, and they love Queen. Yeah, like they what, love Queen. They doing? love ACDC. Like, no, I think this is this is bringing me. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to take it off there, Rick. I'm wondering you want you you go to a new you where they interview those nudist people, and you're like, what am I doing with clothes on? <laughs> They know how to live. They hey, did. listen, they don't have hide to... surgery scars either. <laughs> so you really get to know a person when they're nude. Yeah, that's but, uh <laughs> I don't know how to be. I would be looking at them, but you got to give it up, man. They're very happy. It's an endless amount of jokes on stage, too. It's like, is it cold <laughs> out here? What's going on with these walnuts? But um Hey, listen, if you play music long enough, you find yourself in a lot of weird situations. Yes, you do. <laughs> but un unfortunately, our time is up. Right. You can find Rick at info at jazzforpeace.com. And Rick, dot it's a uh, dot org. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, sorry. We have that, we have that domain. I know. Okay, I'm sorry. Real info at jazzforpeace.org. Sorry. And uh, you've been a pleasure to have on the show. You're a lot of fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun to have you on. And and your and your uh, your music was quite interesting. It really was. I like I'm more of a bluesy type of person, like a Janis Joplin type of thing, you know, but but your music was very, very good. So, you know, I appreciate you taking the time to be with us. And um, hey, Rick, it, it, you got to understand, it's my mom. Yeah, it's my mom. It, it was Rick. That was that was lovely. That was lovely. But listen, lovely. my friend, I will contact you privately uh, via email, and we'll uh, get some dialogue going and uh, uh, help you get down this way and, and make yeah. some money. Yeah, Look. and get yourself Fantastic. out there. So um, we are funnyminds.com. And you can find us online. And if you go to our website, there uh, we have a store with some crazy stuff. And we have two organizations that we're very involved with, and that's St. Jude's Children's Hospital and Women's Breast Cancer. So there's a big purple button. And if you feel the need to um, unburden yourself, <laughs> donate. Please do so because they're they're des you know they're in desperate need for people to help them out, and we try to do that. And um, Again, I thank you, Rick, and we've had a great time, and it's been a lot of fun. And uh, for all you people out there, be safe, be happy, be kind, be not judgmental, but remember, always laugh, because laughter is the best medicine. And I love you all. Thank you, Rick. Thanks, thank Rick. You. Take Bye. care. Bye. 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 Bye.